is waiting on fries that you don't get it? You don't, what do you mean you don't get waiting on fries? Hopefully the customer never hears waiting on fries, but all this time on the entree and it's perfectly executed and you're it's like, ready to go. I forgot to fire the fries. I just always use that when I forgot to put somebody's order in and I was like, hey, I'm just waiting on the fries. It's going to be two more minutes. Realistically, I come back 10 minutes before. Press the record button. It's dawn. It's on. I was just coming up to the to the place. You know, we we're about to do the recording, and outside there was a big ass truck where I wanted to park. And sure <laughs> enough, the label of the big ass truck said New, New York, York Prime Beef. 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 <laughs> it was, was like actually great timing because I walked up as the guy was unloading as well, and I thought it was going to be awesome. I'd be like, "Yo, we're recording the podcast. What a coincidence!" But that's was. so convenient that New York Prime Beef happened to be here right when we're recording. It's yeah. very authentic. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what's the What's the code on the meat? Fries 15, 15% off your total order at NewYorkPrimeBeef.com. Fries 15. That gets you all the good stuff. The ribeye. The center cuts. All the good stuff. The pork loins. The pork loins. The, the seafood salads. I put, that up, I put that up on salad. our story. Did you see on our story all the steaks? I did. Uh, steaks the unboxing we video? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, oh, was, what was it? On our uh, Instagram story, I put a nice video of the box that got delivered to me when we were down in Myrtle Beach. Oh. Grilling up uh, some nice Wagyu steaks. Oh, so you use that as a treat for the boys. Why not? It was it like lo- you were golfing all week. It is for the boys. It looked like a really nice like Christmas morning type scene where you're just like <laughs> unboxing something, except it's just a box full of meat. There's not much many boxes better than that. that one. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of people that are really excited all over, I feel like, uh, especially in our territory up here in the Northeast, where for sure. the weather's getting a little bit warmer. Spring is here. Dudes Ramps are, are golfing. Here. We've been saying it. We've been saying it. And we're, talking, we're talking about two very different things. They're finally able to get away from their wives. Like, the weather's nice. They we don't want to get golf. away from our wives. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We just want to golf. So Yeah, exactly. So, uh, it's crazy because we're here. We've gotten slammed for the last couple weeks. Yep. Some of us have gotten our asses handed to us because we're in that weird period of time where you're just starting to hire new people. They don't really know what to do out there on the floor. Yeah, it can be it can be kind of a confusing time if you're working with a team full of new people. But and you know. and now now we're getting ready to handle it though because now these people are starting to become affiliated with your brand, your company. They know where to find you know the sodas. They know how to cut the cheeses. You know whatever you're doing in your restaurants, essentially. Hopefully, and I spent not- I spent like ten minutes yesterday looking for flour at uh, Union Square Cafe, which is kind of annoying. Where to cut the cheeses? Yeah, how to whatever cut the cheeses? You- yeah, it's important. Wherever your places are, you know, you got different things going on out here. Okay. That's not happening necessarily in Smokehouse. Is that like here. another way to say like how the sausage gets made? Yeah, like yeah, learn how the sausage gets made, you know? Fair enough. <laughs> so so here we are. No one wants to know how the sausage. Now the most important part about <laughs> where we're going into is the fact that the patios are back. Full fledged. Patios are back. Now, super <laughs> back. It depends on where you in, where yeah, you unless exist. you're in a poor municipality. That, <laughs> it's funny that's be, a great way to put because that. people listening to this, where it's always permanently warm weather, they have yeah. no idea what we're so excited about and why we're so hype about patio season coming back. But when it's cold and you can't go outside for so long and you don't have any beautiful sun all over you, this is like the thing that we look forward to. Yeah, and I think what Justin and I were kind of hitting that here is kind of a, a interesting topic to put on to talk about for a second. So you're in Mamaroneck, and you were able to put your tables outside. I work at a bar in New Rochelle, and 
we haven't been able to put our stuff outside yet. Don't make it sound like Mamarinic was helpful. No, but I mean, you were part of the that process. Was a fight. It was a two-month fight. But weren't you part of the process I to was. get that done? I yeah. was. I led the fight. Yeah. So New Rochelle has been reviewing our permits to put our chairs and tables outside for a couple of weeks now, and we haven't been able to do it while you guys have been rocking and rolling. Like I, like I, I have told you, you should just put them out there. Yeah, no, you're not wrong. I'm but, not the one who makes those decisions, yeah. but you're definitely not I wrong. I mean, you should just do it. Like, just yourself, be like, you know what? I'm going to put tables out there today well, and no, let them uh, retroactively, you know. Yeah, I don't want to incur that fine because then maybe I'll be responsible yeah, for it. Yeah, so. understood. Yeah. I mean, sometimes I fines are meant to just be taken, too. Because if the fine's low enough and you've just created so much more business, exactly. who the hell's worried about a fine? Not me personally, but again, I don't make the decisions. He in that is business. hamstrung because it's not his business. Exactly. Right? So yeah. yes, but he also. But is. in my scenario, if it were me, I would just like we're talking about waiting for the municipality to get their act together, so that they can issue the permits, so everything's kosher or whatever. Right. But you know, if especially if you're in a scenario where you didn't change your setup, let's say your setup was approved the year before mm-hmm. and you haven't changed anything. And you're just waiting for the municipality to like get their paperwork together and get their shit together, for lack of a better term. Then honestly, you should just do it exactly how it was already approved the year before. Exactly. Because there's no reason to believe it wouldn't be approved if it was approved the year before. Correct. Right? Yeah. So you're really just at that point working in your best interest. And should the city come say, Hey, we didn't approve the permit or whatever, you can kind of work backwards off that, but you don't want to miss valuable revenue time because now now we're at the point like i said we were fighting for the last two months yeah we got some some of the things we wanted we didn't got everything we wanted but there are some restaurants that are waking up now and saying oh we need to fight this fight this we need this and we need that and i'm like guys you were kind of sleeping the last two months when you we should have been this. fighting this fight you should have been fighting this fight with me for the last two months now it's april 1 it's 70 degrees outside it's beautiful people are coming out we don't have time to wait to like Figure put all our out. stuff up and set up for the outdoor season, you need to be making revenue now. April, May, June. This is the this is the quarter for the for the season where you got to put yourself in a situation, you know, to have a nice summer, and you can't be talking about let's you know do this or do that. Uh, that time has passed. Correct. And you also made a good point last week on behalf of the cities or the municipalities, like they're losing out on income right now because the restaurants aren't right. doing business. They're not going to be able to pay right. a higher sales tax at the end of the year. Higher revenue equals higher sales tax. And so guess what? Your guests, them when they come faster. out and they're like, how come your outside tables are out? They could care less if you tell them, oh, we're waiting for the city to do that, blah, 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 yeah. whatever. They don't care. Nope. You know, and they, <laughs> guess what? They're not going to care if you put the tables out un, unpermanent either. Yeah. They're going to sit there and eat at them. You know what I mean? So yeah. you just got to do it. So with that said, I mean, we're saying Smokehouse right now. Smokehouse has the patio all set up outside, right? Yeah, and 60 seats out there, which is patio double, season. double and, our capacity. And patio season is good to go. Marinick actually took care of things and said, all right, we're, we're, we're here. We can put them outside. No yeah. problems. Sure, yeah, we'll say that. Yeah. <laughs> well, also, like, it's eh, a small enough town. I don't know if I would more. say they took care of things. I think yeah. they finally succumbed to my badgering. Okay. And they were like, oh, yeah, <laughs> there he's got the patios all set up outside yeah. again. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then so then knows what you're saying is that your town is dragging and yes. they're not giving the authority to say all right let's currently as far out. as I know our permit is still under review. It's not a town; it's a city. It is a city, so I mean maybe yeah, they have a lot place. of permits to review. This is a village. Got it. But either way, as far as I know, our current plan is we're going to wait for somebody else on our block to put out our. T- you have their to be tables. careful. They get really like kind of butthurt about it. I believe call, that. Call it the wrong. Well, like if oh. we call a village a town and a city a town. Like and the, the difference is what? Like a couple hundred thousand people? 
probably the of people and how they incorporated <laughs> their st- structure. Yeah, gotcha. Okay, and here's some of the things that I realized though, and you know, you're talking about just getting your patio set up, like, and going through the town to get that going. And the city. Yeah, city, city town, <laughs> wherever you are. Just go with municipality. That way, you're covered. Got it. Our municipality. <laughs> <laughs> Our municipalities out here, okay? Uh, what I realized, though, was that when we opened up the patio at the Yacht Club, which is a huge patio because it's on the waterfront there and there's a huge amount of space outside, I realized that, oh, shit, we haven't set this thing up because we're wasting so many steps going back and forth that with our small size staff, we can't really take care of everybody appropriately because we have to run back and forth to the kitchen, which is way too far away from where all the seats are. So in that night, in the first night getting your ass handed to you, you go, shit, how do we make this easier going forward? More efficient. Totally, and you have to be way more efficient. So the question is, when you're planning your patios outside, how much more efficient are you making it for your employees, your serving staff to be able to get there and get back to the kitchen? Or do you not even want them in the kitchen? Do you just want to see them in the front where the money's being made, try to keep them up there as much as possible, and then you have somebody designated in the kitchen that's kind of just running the food out or playing with the back tables? Is that like a, a thing you're looking at? A, number one, you never want any of the front of the house in the kitchen. Yeah. They, they tend to get back there, but I don't want any of them in the kitchen. I want them on the floor all the time. Well, because you have a designated runner. No, just because they're in front of house employees, not back of house employees. <laughs> they have no business back then. They have no business back then. How many looks does it take to get to the center <laughs> of a Tootsie Pop? <laughs> okay, and I'm just saying that if essentially— they're back there, it's a problem. It's yeah. like, you know, they only yeah. go back there if there's an issue. So Sure, correct. But, like, how many times are they running food out of the kitchen? They're going back there to get the food yeah, trays, yeah, yeah. which is the— uh, it, In and out is issue. one thing, but back there is another thing. Yeah, and what I mean is they're going back there to get the food trays and whatnot— and maybe that's taking too much time because you know exactly what happens when they go into the kitchen. They see Barb, who's at this corner, and they just start talking with each other about what happened the weekend before. <laughs> or they're angry about this lady's drink on this table. And they're going to stop for like three minutes and bitch about it for a second before moving on to get the trays of food and getting back out. So all I'm trying to say is, should we be trying to make it easier for people to stay up front in their designated zone? And then what do they need in that zone so they don't have to go running around. You're 100% correct. So yeah, like you what, definitely do have to make your you, system You want to basically duplicate your floor outside. So you need essentially a full setup whether yeah. it be a bus tub. Yeah, like your service cart, garbage, bus tub, all the, you know, the legs where you're going to run food out to set up already so that's another thing you don't have to run back and forth and go get. You know what I'm saying? Within arm's reach, essentially, no, of like the we outside. Are, for instance, for ours, we have them all set up and st- stood in a certain pace. Yeah. So anybody running food knows exactly where they're going. They don't have to. Oh, let me grab. They don't have to look to try to grab the legs and then set up the legs and then put the tray down. There's a specific spot outside in the patio, three different spots actually for legs, and everybody knows those are the three spots to go right to with the tray. So when we're running food that, you know, we're talking about eliminating 10 seconds, 20 seconds, but, you know, add it up how many times. But Now, what about, like, POS situations? We, got, we, uh, we have the handheld ones, so they all have it on them. Okay. Right? But if you if not, you want to try to... Like at uh, Old Nero, you had that service station set up outside, so everybody exactly, knew Exactly. Yeah, Nero we didn't have the handheld, so we just built a outdoor station with internet and power. Does and the handheld give other odd issues in itself for sure like are they just running out of battery on you is somebody 
they do have to charge, but they, you know, they last if they're fully charged before the shift. If nobody forgot to charge them overnight, you know, then and when we get to the shift, then they're good. There's always like a process that you have to follow, but if you follow yeah. all the steps, you should be good to go. Process and you got to make sure your charging. Wi-Fi booster is good. Yeah, making sure that your tablet's ready to go, fully charged, your Wi-Fi's connected, like your app's open and so that's one not of your, screwed up. One of your checklist things is you want to walk your patio area and make sure your Wi-Fi. You should have two different Wi-Fi's: one that your guests use and one that you use for service operations. Yeah, operations. You want to make sure your operations Wi-Fi is you know full bars across your whole patio because otherwise you're gonna. You know, a server could be at your furthest table, put a put an order in, and then it, the Wi-Fi didn't connect, and it never got to the kitchen, and then we have problems. Which that, we actually tested the other day, and sure enough, things did not make it back into the kitchen printer. And what I suspected would wind up happening is that they would just go on delay until it reconnected, and then it would auto-send it. Didn't happen that way at all. It never made it to the kitchen whatsoever. And I said, oh, well, that's maybe a fail on, on the tablet's company not thinking about things like this where it's like I think it's probably ping. It's probably better that it doesn't because if it does that and it has an error on the other way, you're going to re-ping and keep sending those tickets into the kitchen. You're saying if the ticket... To double send it. Yeah. A double send possibility. Yeah, sure. Yeah. So okay. that makes sense that it only sends when you click send. These are this is the, these are great examples of why we do walkthroughs before we open. Right? That's what I was going to say. That's a really simple <laughs> thing to... Right. Not do, but it's a great idea to make sure that you have no dead spots in your patio and you can send an order from anywhere. So now take then, all right, take that. That's good, right? We got the lockdown of the POS. We've got a cart outside that's close enough. That way servers don't have to run in and out for every single thing. You know, even if it is like a 10-step different, those 10-step 10, 10 difference, those 10 steps add up all day long to the point where you're really saving some time. Now, how about the fact that last season we should say last season where we were just in the environment of last heavy season COVID. of the podcast or last season of the restaurant last season of the restaurant <laughs> business we were exploring the fact that we should be making our outside sexier and it's not just like a couple tables on the side people started doing trestles and decorating and crazy things like this palm trees and sand now to me i'm thinking that we're going to see a lot more of that this summer because now people are prepared for it. They've seen what a nicer patio area looks like, and they're going to want to recreate that again, I would suspect. Hopefully. Is, is this something that we're looking at to potentially be the regular or the norm? Yeah, of course. So especially if your new areas are in the street or new, you know, like a lot of municipalities are now making adjustments to allow the type of dining in the street as more of a, a regular thing not just a you know covid yeah you know covid help out thing i think a, a good example of that is when i walked into work yesterday it was like 10 in the morning but they had actual construction workers at union square cafe in the city um building an actual enclosed outdoor seating section so i know last spring summer when usc was doing outdoor dining it was literally just tables in the side of the street roped off with barricades but now there's like a three wall section thing coming up so you're protected from the rain they'll put heaters in there or Whatnot, you know, it's like a yeah. safe enclosure that they had people building in the street for them. And now that we had a full a full season, on now we're going into getting a full summer season after having a half season and kind of seeing what worked and what didn't work last year. Like you said, we're definitely all more prepared to say, okay, what do we have to do out there to make it even more enticing for people to come out and sit out there? And the main point of something you just suggested, and what you want to do is try to separate it from the street as much as possible. If yeah. you're sitting in a parking space. 
you don't want to feel like you're sitting in a space, in a parking, space. Yeah. a parking space. You want to feel like you're at the restaurant. So whether it's music, a little bit of plants that separate from the street and cars going by, et cetera. Or actually three walls and a ceiling. Or the actual, yeah, walls of, you know, wherever <laughs> you have to go. And then, you know, just the scenery make you, even the table and the chairs are important. Like I've seen some places put fold out tables and fold out chairs outside. And that's really not enough anymore. It was enough in July of last year when everybody was like, I just want to sit outside. Yeah. And sure, maybe you're not ready yet with all real patio furniture, et cetera. But at this point, it's not enough to just put a fold-up table yeah, and, and a fold-up chair. You're accepting the eyesore of the plastic folding material because you're just grateful there's a place yeah, open. That was last year. We're not doing that anymore. <laughs> We're I, past. If I people want a fold-up uh, table and a fold-up chair, they're just going to have a barbecue at their house now. Yeah, I walked correct. past a restaurant on uh, Park Avenue yesterday, like Midtown, near Grand Central, that had an actual big screen TV sitting outside in front of their patio area so people could watch the soccer yeah. game and have like a bar experience there out go. there. That's was it like just do. on a table no, kind of deal? Or no, they it had was, an actual holding platform It for was it. a massive TV on a massive stand in nice. the middle of the sidewalk. Yeah, cool. So you, you need, like, you need real tables. You need real chairs. You, you need, need an electric hookup out there. Electric out there. You need music. You need some kind of plants, etc. Something to make it seem other than just a parking space. Yeah. Plants are a, a, a pretty good point. We're, we're going to talk about cocktails and food in a second, too. Uh, but I recommend plants, herbs and yes. or fake shrubbery. Why is it? Can we just do real? Do we need the fake? No, because if you do real, that's why I'm saying some type of herb or something like that, because you don't want to plant plants that are going to attract bees, mosquitoes, other kind of bugs, then you bring another problem. That is a very good point. So, you know, if you plant some kind of herbs, one, it makes it, you know, especially if you're planting something that maybe you use at the restaurant, makes it make a little more authentic, right? Like, yep. you know, you have like a herb plant or something yeah, just, like that. Oh, I'm just running outside. You just to have get a, a line cook running outside. Yeah, <laughs> you know? exactly. I mean, you don't actually have to do that, but at least you have like a f total feel yeah. or just put some fake, you know, artificial plants. You don't have to worry about watering, et cetera, and sure. all that stuff because you, you don't want dead plants either. Then it just looks like you didn't care, you Correct. know? But and the big thing is really pay attention. You definitely don't want to attract bees. Definitely not. And you or mosquitoes or anything like that. Or you don't want to attract any insects. But bees and mosquitoes are a real nuisance. I can attest to that. Uh, now with those greenery, though, also the greenery in general. It's that season now. It 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 brings up the I want to say the lightness, and by light I mean weight. It, it feels lighter when you start looking at greenery. It makes you feel like it's spring, makes you feel like it's summer. And when I say it makes you feel lighter, it's like when you see herbs infused into garnishing plates, maybe in drinks. Uh, all I these, feel like I know what you're saying. You're just like struggling you, to get to the point. How do you point. get, how do I get this out? What I'm trying to say, I'm trying to convey to you how I we're, feel. We're like, in the spring and summer working. season, so we're starting to get, get more spring cocktails last year. No, because everything was shut down during this. Yeah. Spring. Yeah. And a lot of times too, though. You know, a spring, a spring cocktail list is just happening for a very short amount of time. Right. For sure. But if it's, it even it's important. It's important because it's you got to get that separation and transition from winter into the warmer into the warmer season. Yeah. I mean, that's a lot for people to tackle. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised to see everyone just switch their cocktail menu twice a year. We're hitting a nice blueberry bourbon cocktail coming mm. up. Yeah. The blueberries are out heavily, and that's a real deal. And you're seeing this pop up on cocktail lists all over. But some of those things that you want to be doing as we go into this nicer weather is, like, the colors should be vibrant. The cocktails should be light. They should almost be transparent to some extent. Like, you say bourbon, it's a, he it's a heavy spirit. So a lot of times you want to veer away from the bourbon to some extent. Or how are you going to lighten it and make it feel a lot 
quote unquote healthier is I'm doing air quotes on healthy. Okay. So like it, I don't think that necessarily bourbon heavy cocktail lists are what's going to be the way. No, but you get like a bourbon smash. Sure. Yeah. About. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's lightened up and it feels healthier in a lot I of. I mean, senses. either way, to bourbon lighten it up. Mules are a nice way to go on that. Yep. Just do some Correct. like fresh fruit juices and lots of citrus sort of thing, and maybe add a little fizz. Yeah. to it. All All I'm suggesting is that we're not sitting on patios and going, "Oh, I'll take a Manhattan right now in the middle of this sunshine I would, day with a nice big rock in it." And, yeah. Well, we were different people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Somebody will do it. But like things that involve bubbles, using champagne topping on cocktail is nice to help cut it. The spritzes. Yeah. Yeah, totally. The Spritz sp- season. Get the spritzes going. You're not really stirring drinks. We're shaking drinks for the most part because if you're stirring, it's probably just a heavy drink for the most. You could assume. Uh, low ABV. This is like what we're looking for. The first thing I do when I walk into a bar now is just like, what do you have low ABV? If I'm looking at a beer list, I want something that's like 4.5%. Yeah, you should come into Diner. We just released our new uh, Mexican cerveza, Mexican cerveza, soursop lager. It's really nice. It's Like you said, soursop lager. Soursop's a fruit in yeah, season now. Shameless plug. Shameless plug, but it's a delicious beer. But like you said, What's it's like, like five, but it's, it's like, a very crushable lager. It's super nice. It's an easy sale, yeah, right? Like it, it was an easy sale. Sure enough, it's funny too, because when you ask somebody what they have that's low ABV, like it's a perception and perspective thing. Don't give me a two point five percent. I'm not. I'm not doing that. I'm not here for that. Two no. and a half is a waste. Yeah. yeah. Uh, which although you know that grapefruit beer, that's two and a half percent. It's so good though. Yeah. <laughs> I understand it's great, but there's nothing in it. It's so good. So sure you enough, know what I, I do mean, is I just throw some tequila in there. Uh, not mad at that. So you take yeah, that grapefruit no, not mad beer, at that at get all. a nice glass of ice, throw a shot of tequila, pour the beer over it. What kind of ice are you using for that? The pebble ice? Well, it depends on where I am. If I'm okay. home, it's you know. Actually, I've crushed. It. Yo, yo bar, I have bartender, do you have bad advice <laughs> for this? Uh, with that, when you ask the bartender, what do you have that's low ABV, and they give you like a spectrum of choices, you can figure out where their threshold is for what they assume is low ABV. <laughs> so like I walked into a place the other night, and he started recommending like a 6%er, and I was like, no, I know it's low, but like I want lower than that. Like six is five. average. Yeah, yeah, six is definitely mid range. I was like, I'm looking for the four point seven five percent action. Low is four two six. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So these are the things though that people want, and I think that when we talk about in previous episodes putting the tap list together, I think that it's probably safe to say you should have maybe two or three of these low ABV beers on your yeah. tap list. People want them. You don't, not on tap list in a bottle. You don't want to fill up your tap list with a bunch of eights, nines, and tens because your place is going to be wrecked. Yeah, I, I mean, people laugh at me because I'll have a Campari and soda as, like, let's go have a drink outside in the middle of the day. Like, that's it. It's light, and we're doing it. What are you Who doing? just walked in speaking of patios? Who's just oh, walking in? She spent her whole weekend on the patio. Yeah, we just talked to a little patio talk. You want to tell how hard it is to run around back and forth on the patio? It's a whole workout. That's what I know. You got to scream into that microphone. (laughs) It's a whole workout. That's what I know. Hi, I'm Yasli. Welcome. How many steps? No, we I did 3,000. Okay. (laughs) It was a lot. Um, Like, I couldn't couldn't even breathe for a minute. Like, all I knew was like three, four tables were sat down at the same time. I would go back, finish three more, and come back out, and it was more people out there. So, like. That's it was a season. whole workout. That's all I know. See, yeah, it's proof in the pudding right there. That's the put. That's the pudding. That's the pudding. Uh, 
But yeah, I, people are laughing about having Campari and Soto when I was already trying to do the low ABV thing. I'm not trying to get hammered anymore. I'm too old for that. Exactly. I gotta go drive a car home somewhere safely, okay? Like, we have responsibilities to do, and then I want to wake up the next morning in in a hole, you know? Not I want to wake up whole and complete, <laughs> not in a hole, to it. specify. Uh, and then some of the food menus are going to start changing a little bit, too. What, I, was, what I, was waiting, I was waiting for you to say this. It's ramp season, you know? Like, if you work in a kitchen, you're excited for the springtime. Because ramp you get season? Fucking ramps. Yeah, I mean, you guys don't use them here, so... Oh. <laughs> I just I just learned about it and then I forgot about it uh, there, last week. It's like a, it's a little variety of wild garlic that's only found in the sp- oh, spring. I thought month. you meant like ramp up for like ramp season. Like no. we're going up a ramp. We're ramps. also doing that. <laughs> that's, what I, that's what I thought. No, like April May, you, you, you get the ramps. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Ramps and morels. If you're into mushrooms, like this is morel season. This is a big deal. So you're seeing a lot of like fresh seasonal items that you weren't seeing all winter, and it's going to keep on rolling through. We're going to get to the summer stuff soon. You and know what other season it is. Although I never really see that in a restaurant too much. It's uh, zucchini flower season. Oh, yeah. Oh, you see that everywhere. I, I never see it at a restaurant. He's yeah. real Larissa. I believe they do yeah, this stuff, zucchini flowers. Last few years, have been seeing it show we, up a lot. We grow zucchinis in our garden. Nicole makes this stuff, zucchini uh, flowers. Nice. There. I've been asking her. I was like, when are, are you, they coming? Yeah, they exactly. <laughs> what, do you stuff, what do you stuff into those zucchini flowers? Usually some kind of ricotta mixture. And then okay. you bread them and fry them. Yeah. And fry them nice and light. Yeah. yeah. Dude, yeah. they're like the best snack ever. No, yeah. I agree. And then after we get through the morels and the ramp season, then you get into what other kind of foods you start seeing pop up on the plates. What are we seeing in the summertime? Um, lots of stone fruits. Yeah, stone fruit season. So you're getting lots of uh, like peaches, apricots, that sort of thing. Okay. Uh, Which then, it's funny because the link between cocktails and the kitchen are so heavy. And For sure. I know you've gotten at me about this before, but the Flavor Bible is a awesome... I want to, It's not even an encyclopedia. It's a thesaurus. Is I'd, what it is. It's I'd a food thesaurus. It's a book that you can find some stuff in. Uh, the flavor matrix, however, is a very useful like encyclopedic resource. But that is similar to the same thing. Yeah, it, no, it it's gives just, you it's the, the pairings that work. <laughs> yeah. But the flavor bible. I think you you both just have a favorite to, favorite <laughs> yeah, book. Yeah, exactly. No, that's, that's the point. <laughs> but the flavor bible. Say you flip over to apricots. It's yeah. going to give you a list of every single thing that mixes well with apricots. Yeah. That way you could just save some time. Say you have an assumption because you think that broccoli and almonds are going to mix beautifully, and Nooms goes, "No, you're dumb, Jay." And I go, no, Nooms, let me go get the Flavor Bible out, and I guarantee it's in there. And sure enough, a screenshot of the Flavor Bible yeah. at the broccoli section, almonds is well listed almonds. right under the A yeah. section. And yeah. you go, cool, I knew I wasn't crazy, guys. What dish do you make with broccoli and almonds? You could just make it as a side dish and toast the almonds, yeah. sliced, and throw them in with the broccoli, maybe a little bit of cheese as well, I would think. I don't I'm know if I would chef. do cheese and almonds, but a nice... Sliced and toasted like a, almond on like top a, of a roasted kind of broccoli. What's this hand motion? Like a little sprinkling? Like yeah, a little sprinkle I mean, maybe. Maybe. It could work. But I would do like lemon zest, yeah. toasted almonds, broccoli. Okay. What's next, guys? Thursday. Next episode. Day you Tuesday. know who we're talking to? Oh, you mean on Thursday. You know who, who we're talking to? Who are we talking to? Who do we got? Oh, we're going to Four Bros Pizza, baby. Oh, we're going to learn about pizzas. That's exciting. We should go by there now, actually. Tuesdays, they do a nice little stuffed crust pizza special. Beautiful. Yeah. Uh, I've heard pay, about they this four brothers. For that. They paid him I'm 20 excited. for that one. <laughs> Got it. They actually didn't. I'm just a big fan. I order their pizza all the time. But guys, don't forget to smash that like and subscribe button because, you know, algorithms.